Episode 4, December 22nd. Welcome to The Thomas Guide. I'm John Thomas, your host. We are on the fourth episode of The Thomas Guide. We've got a big show coming up today. The Thomas Guide. Or, or right in the chat, because seriously, am I the only one this happens to? Um, I guess, again, I guess it's a compliment, but I know I... Look, there's many times I'll be at Home Depot or something, and and I'll want... <laughs> what was that ding? Was that the okay. Home Depot ding? Uh, and I'll and I'll need help. I'll need help from somebody looking desperately, desperately. And I just just don't point to somebody. And go, excuse me, sir. Do you know where I can find the two by fours? Like, no. Uh, I anyway, think you're, I think you were just meant to guide people. So I, I think Thomas that's why I'm the Thomas Guide. And, yeah. Apparently, that's ubiquitous for politics, culture, and Target. And Target, yeah. anywhere, supermarket. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well. Uh, you know, I guess it's flattering. I just, I was, it hit me this morning going, this is not a one-time phenomenon. This is like an occurrence throughout my life. Make uh, sure they subscribe. Like after you help them yeah, find their lumber. Seriously, stuff, if you really need guiding, go to the Thomas Guide. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, all right. On to our story. I think our, our, our big story that, uh, that broke late last night, a, uh, China uh, major job tycoon um, who owns a company. I'm going to butcher this name. It's called uh, Fuyao Glass. Did they do a good job of that? Fuyao? I think it's how you say it. Uh, they claim to be the world's biggest exporter of auto glass, uh, said that they are bringing a $600 million investment of manufacturing uh, to Ohio, where they used to produce it in China, and now they're going to be producing it in, in, in Ohio. Um, and this comes after Donald Trump threatened to declare Beijing a currency manipulator and slap a potential 45% punitive tariff on Chinese imports uh, in an attempt to protect American jobs. So interestingly enough, it's working. Uh, and he hasn't even done anything yet. I mean, yes, he is the president-elect, but he hasn't had any authority at this point to put tariffs. And this is a big story. Now, we'll see if the mainstream media covers it, but I feel like Every week we've done this show since Donald Trump is essential uh, since the election, there is a significant jobs story every week. And it's this drip, drip, drip that if it continues to happen, and of course the jobs have to come back, have to come here. Uh, not only is he now Trump can make, I think, the claim that he's protecting American jobs and keeping jobs here, but he's also importing jobs. I mean, that's, that's quite a story. Uh, now, in fairness, the owner of the glass company says, yes, uh, you know, who, who, by the way, supplies glass uh, to big names like Volkswagen and GM, says, uh, look, uh, we run a big company, um, $2.6 billion, uh, actually $370 million in profits last year. We're still keeping a lot of manufacturing in China, but we are bringing some, some here. So he's not saying we're bringing all of our manufacturing jobs, just some of them. But look. That's uh, that's a pretty big thing, uh, and I, I have a feeling the mainstream media is not going to want to cover it because this isn't the kind of story that it's not kind of a bleed it leads story. I think the media is going to obsess with what we're going to get to in a little bit about Donald Trump's latest tweet over nuclear weapons. All right, moving along. Uh, so the left uh, this week, the Electoral College officially voted uh, Donald Trump is now the president-elect. The left has been freaking out ever since Donald Trump won the election in November and have used um, 
you know, first they wanted a recount, then it was the popular vote, then it was the Electoral College and running advertisements to the electors to defect, when in fact, not only did that not work, more people defected from Hillary Clinton than they did Donald Trump. Um, and I thought the uh, there was a CNN commentator or contributor, Angela Rye, uh, on Don Lemon's show this week, thought it was really um, illustrative of the Democrats' mindset at this point. Uh, do, do, we have the, do we have the video clip? Can we roll that? Let's go ahead and do that. I have every issue with the Electoral College, and I have since before this election. It does not speak for me. I am not supporting a system that was built on the backs of my ancestors who were slaves. I'm not here for it. And I can say I don't like it, and I can say that I'm going to fight against that system. That is my right. And no, I do not believe that this election is legitimate. That guy is not my president. But it's not your right. Well, it's not, it's not I, okay. So she went on to say that the that Trump's victory she feels is quote far from legitimate at this point. Far from legitimate? He won fair and square. The electoral college system is in place. Those are the rules. And what I find amazing is that the left refuses to accept that Donald Trump is the president and here's why. Because they want to keep their base fired up. They don't want to give Donald Trump even a single day's break and say, what is this guy actually going to do when he's president? They want to continue to beat this drum. George Soros and the left are funding activities to undermine Donald Trump. And that's all it is. Uh, I found it particularly offensive that the commentator said she's not going to support a system that was founded on the backs of slaves. Uh, that's not what it was. It was not about slaves. It was about protecting the American people from mass uh, uh, mass rule, um, also protecting the flyover states and protecting from voter fraud because it's easier to put, if it was just a popular vote, you can commit voter fraud in one state by pumping up the vote uh, rather than you'd have to in the electoral college system. You'd have to know which state it is going to come down to and then defraud that state in that vote. It's much more complicated. Uh, I think by Angela's logic, the CNN contributors, our entire economic system, our entire country, I guess, was founded on the back of slaves because we did have slavery at one point in time. I just really ticks me off. And we're, uh, the other thing was, there, yes, there was a fact correction in the clip that Donald Trump did win the Electoral College fair and square, but they let this commentary go on and on and on without pushing back. Um, it's not right, and Trump is going to continue to be battling this throughout his entire presidency. All right, uh, moving along, and, and we've got a, a boy, we've got an all-star lineup of guests today. Uh, but but I want to go to our next clip, and this is amazing uh, for for a bunch of reasons. There, somebody filmed uh, a woman freaking out in Wisconsin during the electoral vote earlier this week screaming this is my america uh do we have the do we have the video can we roll it the votes are 10 votes donald j trump
<laughs> hilarious. Take me out if you must. I, you know, she's batshit crazy, first of all. This is my America. Yeah, everybody else has a vote, too. You know, this, you do not, this is not, you know, the rule of you crazy lady. I don't know which is more offensive, Helene. Her crazy, take me out if you must, or the matching purple sweatshirt and purple sweatpants that she's wearing. I'm not quite sure which, which is more offensive. She would fit in in Silver Lake. Like She would fit right in. That's like the look now. This is my America. <laughs> That's not the look in Silver Lake, Take but the outfit. Take me out if you must. We're going to post the whole clip. It, we didn't show the whole thing. It gets even funnier. We're going to post it all on our Facebook page, and people can go to our website, um, teaguide.com. Oh, good. You've got to watch the whole the clip. The whole clip. I you mean, it's, see it's, her. You gotta, she, she's crazy. She's pulled. Then, she's dragged I'm, out of my, there. My, one of my favorite parts besides, you know, Take me out if you must is when she says, she says in the same tone as this is my America. She goes, may I grab my things? (laughs) May I grab my things? (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Oh, God. These fucking people are nut jobs. Uh, (laughs) All right. All right. Let's let's move on. Speaking of uh, my America, I, let's uh, we're calling this our mile high segment because there's really a theme uh, this week about uh, several problems that have happened on on air on airplanes. Um, so there was a they're calling it the Delta hoax. Uh, there was a hoaxer um, named he's a YouTube star and ho- known hoaxer named Adam Salee, and he uh, he was flying or about to fly on on Delta Air and he claims that he was having a cell phone conversation in Arabic uh with his mother um and it started to get very loud and out of control all 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 in Arabic and apparently over 20 passengers complained that they were worried and concerned that something was wrong uh to which Delta decided that they needed to remove this guy Adam from the plane um and do, can we roll the clip? I spoke a word, a different language, and you said you feel uncomfortable because I spoke a different language. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe my eyes. Why are you guys doing that? Because we spoke a different language. That's so like, that is so upsetting. Are you serious? I'm about to cry right now, seriously. Because we said a word in a different language, and there's six white people against us bearded men. Six white people against us bearded men. How did you kick them? I feel uncomfortable. I spoke a word, a different language, and you Okay, so you heard his his side of the story. Uh, this guy Adam it has over 1.6 million YouTube subscribers. Like I said, he was a known uh, he is a known hoaxer, um, and in his tweet, he did the hashtag boycott Delta. Uh, Delta uh, did uh, a debriefing of the crew, and I'm going to read you the statement that came out today from Delta. It says upon landing, the crew was debriefed and most multiple passenger statements collected. Based upon information collected to date, it appears the customers who were removed sought to disrupt the cabin uh, cabin with provocative behavior, including shouting. This type of conduct is not welcome on any Delta flight. Um, And it goes on to say that uh, it's clear these individuals tried to violate violate the priority uh, that Delta has of keeping its passengers not just safe, but also feeling safe. Look, it, it appears to be that this was a hoax. It was set up. And first of all, what an asshole. 
uh, number one, to even do this on a plane, especially in the times that we live in when people are seriously concerned. Uh, but secondly, the passengers did exactly the right thing. If you see something, say something. If there's somebody, whether they're screaming in Arabic or Spanish, and certainly, look, the fact that we have a problem with radic radical Islamic terrorism, and if somebody's speaking in Arabic in a crazy tone, um, they should be removed from the plane. I don't care if they went through TSA. First of all, I don't trust TSA. The only thing they can find are nail clippers in my water bottle. You know, the shoe bomber snuck through TSA. They didn't stop him. So the people did exactly the right thing. Delta handled, handled it right. And I hope that people boycott Adam's ass. What a prick. Ugh, disgusting. Um, and I hope he's fined. Because to me, that's, do, you know, doing something for a YouTube stunt, which basically it appears to be, is no different than yelling fire in a theater. You can't do that. Why yeah. should you be able to do something like that on an airplane? Yeah, and also don't isn't like making a disturbance already a crime on an on an airplane. It is. So isn't this because it was meant to uh, flame already already existing right. tensions? I, I do think there should be charges. Yeah, I I hope it goes that way. I hope that guy gets what he wants. I guess he's for him all PR is good PR. I guess. Look, we're sitting here talking about this a hole, but. Uh, I hope the fine is there because if it isn't, and I hope it's substantial, I hope I hope he's banned from flying on Delta and I hope he's fined because if it isn't, we're going to see more copycats like this. And then at what point, you know, it starts to desensitize the passengers to say, well, do I really want to even tell, like have my voice heard and tell the flight attendants this guy needs to, it just, it's not right. Which is exactly what happened in San Bernardino. When it's, ex it's exactly right. That's exactly right. Ugh, people. All right, on to our next Mile High segment. Uh, Ivanka Trump was flying with her children on JetBlue, and uh, she was harassed uh, by a passenger. Um, I believe it was a, I think it was a gay couple. I think that's right, a, two, two husbands. Um, and one husband was harassing Ivanka Trump um, and uh, and basically he was removed from the plane. Um, people said, uh, some people said, well, that's not right. First of all, if you're going to harass anybody on a plane, you need to get booted out, number one. Number two, um, she was yelling at Donald, uh, the, the guy was yelling at Donald Trump, uh, or excuse me, at Ivanka Trump over her husband. Turns out, after a little fact checking, this guy is a staunch Hillary Clinton supporter. And uh, at first it, it was that the guy, I guess the husband was saying he didn't mean to harass. He wasn't intentionally harassing. But this idiot tweeted, quote, uh, do, we, do we have the tweet on screen? Yeah. Okay, so Ivanka and Jared at JFK flying commercial, my husband chasing them down to harass them. <sighs> Second tweet, Ivanka and Jared on our flight, my husband expressed displeasure in a calm tone. JetBlue staff overheard. And they kicked us off the plane. Matthew Lasner in the first tweet deleted the first tweet, but whoops, once it goes on the internet, it lives forever. They caught that bastard and he deserved to be kicked off the flight. You know, I feel badly for Ivanka Trump uh, in this sense, uh, not just because she got harassed, but what's she doing flying coach? I mean, seriously, doesn't she have the Trump Force One? Or That was my first you know, thought. Seriously, <laughs> what, what is, I like JetBlue too, but... Ivanka Trump? Come on. 
Uh, I guess they're trying to be more men of the and women of the people, but um, this stuff in the air has got to stop. Um, it's getting out of hand. And again, to d- attention left, you lost, get over it. And quite frankly, Ivanka Trump is the most moderate of the Trump family. All right. Uh, we Do we have our guests online? Not yeah, yet. Are we going to cover the next topic? I can get them on. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. I'll, I'll, I'll go into the next topic. Uh, all right. I think this is what's going to cover the, the, the remaining of the week's coverage besides uh, how many presents uh, you know, are under your tree um, and the holiday stories and traffic stories. Uh, Trump uh, tweeted today after uh, Putin was ha- in a security conference, uh, uh, Trump uh, and, and, and Putin made a, a statement about his own nuclear arsenal um, talking about how it needs to be, you know, stronger. Trump then uh, posted these tweets. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Um, and I'm going to read it. Uh, this tweet was, The United States must greatly strengthen and expand its nuclear capability until such time as the world comes to its senses regarding nukes. Q liberal media outrage. Um, look, Trump's statement perhaps... Whether or not it was related to Putin, I can't make that. I can't make that judgment because I'm not haven't spoken to Mr. Trump. But um, this really is a shift in policy. Uh, the United States, uh, for a number of years now, has had an I guess you would call it a de-escalation policy, where they literally were shrinking their nuclear arsenal, um, getting rid of old nuclear weapons um, one by one. And I think the the total uh, number of the total number of weapons we have, uh, nuclear weapons, I believe it's under 5,000 warheads, according to the Washington Post in its active arsenal. 1,500 are deployed strategic uh, warheads. Uh, that number uh, fluctuates under something called the New START Treaty. Um, U.S. and Russia must deploy no more than 1,500 uh, strategic missiles. That um, This stays into effect until 2021. Now, here is why I think Donald Trump's actually being, it's a good thing, and it's consistent. Um, the, you may remember that the, in the Cold War, it was an arms race. Uh, the United States armed up, and partially that was due to the uh, theory of mutually assured destruction um, and showing that, the, that, uh, that Russia was powerful, that um, America was powerful. And I think Trump understands this, and he's been consistent since uh, even on the campaign trail, that part of the reason... Uh, the U.S. is getting decimated economically, as well as ISIS is able to grow, is because people don't think that Barack Obama and by extension United States is the superpower they once were. That 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 Donald Trump, when he talks to Vladimir Putin about hacking uh, the U.S. government, he tells him simply to, quote, cut it out, end quote, uh, rather than not even having to say anything in the first place because the U.S. is so strong. So I think Trump is going to, you know, he's he's already said he's going to increase defense spending, but it looks like he's going to increase uh, the number of nuclear weapons that we have. And that's a good thing. We want to strike fear. It's what is it? Peace through, through strength. That's the, the I think the the policy Donald Trump's going to have. But I guarantee you uh, tonight I'm doing CNN tonight. Uh, you can catch me at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard. I uh, know 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Um they're going to freak out about this. This is this is what it's going to be. I think it's a good thing, um, and we heard it directly from Donald Trump. All right, do we have our next guest on the line? Great. Um, we are thrilled to have at the Thomas Guide um, 
a, a timely guest, uh, a very well-respected guest, uh, Germany's Consul General uh, Hans Newman. Um, Consul General Newman, can, can you hear me? Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us at the Thomas Guide. I appreciate it. Um, all right, let's, let's get right into it. Uh, I've got a bunch of questions for you. Um, can you provide an update on Berlin and the suspect that's at large? Well, first of all, I would like to thank you to have me in uh, in your show. And I would, first of all, uh, underline once again that we all are united in the sorrow with the families of the victims of the attack mm -hmm. in Berlin. And uh, I would also like to thank all of the people in the free world, especially here in the U.S., uh, for the overwhelming solidarity of the international community. We were very moved, for example, by... Uh, some flowers and candles that have been placed in front of the consulate in Los Angeles. So thank you very much. And uh, the latest update is that we know by now that among the victims, uh, we have not only Germans, but also people from four other nationalities. We have a French, an, uh, an Israeli, an Italian uh, victim that has died, and of course, uh, the Polish driver, uh, that had been kidnapped before. Uh, I can also say that the suspect is still at large. Uh, there is a, a huge hunt for him on, and we hope, of course, uh, that we will sooner or later uh, have the chance to, 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 to get him. Yeah, I appreciate that update, and uh, uh, what, a, what a tragic uh, circumstance. Um, can, can you talk a, a little bit about... Um Germany's refugee controversy and the, the idea that there's this emerging uh, right-wing political party and, and, and kind of how you view that and, and where you think that's going? Definitely, uh, we have a discussion at the moment in Germany about the, uh, the influx of uh, so many refugees and every event that does, uh, that an, where a refugee is involved, be it uh, a murder uh, of a student that we had in, uh, in, in southern Germany or other events where refugees are, are at the source of these attacks, uh, that really hurts the whole discussion. I would still say that the majority of the German people still is welcoming to the refugees and those who uh, come to our country. But, of course, there are quite a lot of people now with every incident, and this incident in Berlin definitely is a ma has a major impact on the German political scene. And uh, the right-wing parties, especially the Alternative for Deutschland, the Alternative for Germany, they will try to profit from these uh, events to further uh, try to underscore that uh, 